franchise interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs of all one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Rob and Lisa Cannon, founders of Thrills, the world's first high-flying adventure park. And Rob and Lisa Cannon both worked on Wall Street for a combined 35 years before becoming Bounce, trampoline sports franchise owners. Now they've gone from franchisee to franchisor as they recently announced their plans to expand the Thrills concept throughout the U.S. Rob and Lisa are going to share their journey from Wall Street to franchise owners and now franchise. That's coming right up on Franchise. Stick around because we have a great show. Are you looking for a franchise that delivers? Businesses will always need shipping, and for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. Unishippers is focused on just one thing, helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Rob and Lisa Cannon, the founders of Thrills, the world's first high-flying adventure park. And Rob and Lisa Cannon both worked on Wall Street for a combined 35 years before becoming Bounce Trampoline Sports franchise owners. And now they've gone from franchisee to franchisor as they've recently announced their plans to expand the Thrills concept throughout the U.S. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rob. How are you? Welcome to the show. Good. Hi. How are you? How are you? We're happy to be here. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. I'm happy to have you, uh, Lisa and Rob. It's great to have you on the show. You know, when I saw this concept, I got really excited. I felt like a kid again. And I said, oh, my God. I said, you know, I I would love to, you know, have this type of experience. Maybe we can start off, you know, where are you calling from today? We are calling from Danbury, Connecticut. Oh, nice. Danbury is a beautiful place. And, you know, maybe we can go back to the beginning, uh, Rob and Lisa. You know, uh, you both have a very interesting story, and that's kind of really why we started the show. And, and, you know, maybe we could talk about, you know, the catalyst for for thrills and how this whole thing actually came about. Uh, Well, we – 
uh, we spent a combined 35 years on, on Wall Street, Lisa and I. Wow. We actually met on Wall Street at the same firm. Um, wow. I spent 20 years as a portfolio manager and as a trader, and Lisa was a, uh, was a, a commodity futures uh, portfolio manager. Um, uh-huh. We did, after I uh, finished in the business, and and I, uh, it, it took its toll on me. Lisa and I decided that we were going to look for something else to do, and we wanted to do something more on a grand basis. And uh-huh. we looked around, and we found the trampoline business. We had a son; uh, he's now 15, but at the time he was 10. And uh-huh. we went to Competitors Park, and we said, "This is a great business. We love it." Yeah. And we opened, we found a uh, franchise. We uh, ended up buying a franchise of Bounce Trampoline Sports. And yeah. we ended up opening the trampoline park. Once we did that and we became very successful, um, we had a situation with our first, with our with our trampoline park, that we had very mm-hmm. little support from our franchisor. And oh, um, so we as entrepreneurs, ended up taking on the burden mostly by ourselves, which became a good thing because we learned to run these parks better than anybody else can run a park. We are hands-on. We've come up with a system. While other parks' revenues are falling off, our revenues are thriving. We're up year over year for the third, actually the fourth year in a row. So once that happened, um, we were actually offered, we are in a very good location in Danbury, Connecticut, and we were offered space next door in the same uh, uh, complex. Uh, And Lisa turned to me and said, Rob, we have a great relationship with our landlord. Um, I really want to open another park. We need to come up with a new concept. And she said, I'm putting it on you. (laughs) So so I scoured and I scoured and I scoured and I searched. And one day I was looking and I saw, uh, I I was looking at a ski mountain when my son competes. And they were launching off of ski slopes and landing into stuntman airbags. And wow. I said, oh, my God, what about if we did this inside? It would almost be like an indoor water right. park or an indoor ski yes. park. And yeah. we that's how Thrills was developed. And Thrills became the first high-flying indoor adventure park that basically allows children and adults to experience this, this um, adrenaline-pumping, free-falling system mm-hmm. where you, basically a two-story system that has all kinds of ninja and wipeout obstacles, that losing is probably the most fun because you're falling six to eight (laughs) feet into these massive stuntman airbags. Um, That's part of the park. Uh, The other parts is, you know, we we created as much. uh, Part of it is creating a family entertainment center, not Uh just an obstacle park. And... By doing that, we added many multiple, multiple lines of revenue, which some of them include uh, a laser tag arena, axe throwing booths, uh, our 360 virtual reality roller coaster, which is like I like to call it is our exploding scoreboard. It's actually a four seat where the, 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 the stairs drop out, and you're sitting up in the air, and the, it does 360s, and uh, yeah. it's busy today. Um, so that's kind of the, the uh, without taking a breath, that's kind of uh, uh, how we started. You know, part of it also is, and I hope I'm not a run-on sentence here, but no. 
not only you know do we come from Wall Street and you know that that drove our entrepreneurship and so on, but I'm going to let Lisa brag about herself for a second. And, yeah, go ahead, Lisa. You know, <laughs> Hi. Uh, we're also we love children and families, mm -hmm. and I became very active uh, with the Make a Wish Foundation once I stopped mm, working. Great organization. Yeah. And was on the board of directors and and headed their annual charity ball. And uh, then I was an advocate for Child Advocates of Connecticut, um, right. supporting children in need. And we have always, always, both of us had a very strong passion for improving the lives of children. So basically launching a family business in the entertainment industry that involves children enjoying themselves and having fun was a perfect, perfect fit for, for us. We had a killer combo there. And uh, we also know how to run these parks. We know how to hire. We know what, what the public likes. We know how to accommodate our guests. Our parties are incredible. Um, from the guest experience is, is fantastic. Um, we are, uh, we, we are we're the whole package here. Mm -hmm. We also have a very strong eye for innovation, and we are always looking to improve our parks and to, to improve the experience of um, people coming to our parks. It sounds like all your your experience, Lisa and Rob, you know, kind of really led you to to thrills, hasn't it? You know, as you're kind of like telling the whole story, you know, it was almost like destined. You know, everything that happened to yes. you, you know, was <laughs> was really the, the the catalyst for thrills. You know, I mean, it's it's really a great story. And you know, when I first started reading about thrills, and then I went to YouTube and I saw some of the videos, I was like, oh my god, I was like. This, this is fantastic. Do you find that some of the adults get involved in it, too? I mean, I said, oh, God, I would love yes. to do this with my son. Yes, and that's what we find. And I speak to a lot of parents who come with their children, and it's a fantastic destination yeah. for father-son, father-daughter, mom-daughter, yep. mom mom-son. Yeah. And we, have a, we do a, a very large business in team building. So we have corporations yeah. um, come in and, and – you know, we've developed this team-building business that creates an incredible amount of camaraderie amongst employees. And you know, you're doing these fun things. You're laughing. You're 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 de developing and designing ways to conquer these these tasks. And it it the results have been tremendous as far as the uh, feedback we've gotten from the various local corporations that have done the uh, team building. That's it's clever. And oh, also, the, what's, what's fantastic, too, and I've seen this uh, when I'm at the park, seeing children, part of it is having incredible fun and just, you know, enjoying the thrill of falling and flying and jumping. The other part of it is taking on the challenge. And I've talked right. to many, many children and parents who, when the kids first came, they were nervous and scared. They came back, tried it again. We have varying degrees of difficulty so there are challenges we have that are just plain fun that it's just the feeling of flying from a second store truck we so. call we call it uh thrills with no skills part of the park <laughs> that's, and that that's skills is with the um that's but the great. other part of it is taking on challenges and really 
building confidence in children and yeah. the ability to achieve. And I've seen that, and it's, it's heartwarming, and it's gratifying, and uh, very satisfying. You know, it's, it's, and, oh, go ahead, Rob. I apologize. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. This is all great. No, I was just saying how all of this has come together, and, you know, it, it was, you know, hey, what is, what is, uh, what are we going to build here? And, and as a kid, all I ever wanted to do was fly, and that's how this happened. Right. But the coolest part is, is we executed this park, we built it, it's spectacular. It is a jaw dropper when you walk in, as well as you have fun, and yeah. the best part of the whole thing is we just annualized and we had an incredible first year we've been open a year and three months we've proven the concept we've proven it next to a trampoline park which is really important that you can have these two businesses within a a geographic short distance from each other and uh, and not destroy each other's business you enhance it you enhance it it's actually what we have noticed and 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 defined actually is that it's a it's a little older uh, it's an older demographic that goes to thrills versus bound um, wow. in general it's become the next generation kind of of where the kids are going to go next um, to have fun and have again adrenaline rush and fun and we've also noticed too that there's a combination too they come to thrills the older people and then mm-hmm. they they want to do other stuff as well right that we it, offer it, it's interesting it's interesting. Everything you know, you, you've just said, <clears throat> Lisa and Rob. You know, I mean, you're talking about confidence. Um, you could do anything with confidence. You know, my my son was always one of those shy kids. I mean, it was it was it was painful to even send him to school. You know, because he was always hanging onto our leg, and it was just, uh, you know. So it, it's great. You can see all the different benefits of of thrills, and you know, it didn't occur to me too. You know, uh, Rob and Lisa. You know, the whole B two B aspect. I mean, so you got these multiple streams, don't you? In addition to business to consumer you also have b2b and, and the whole team building i mean that's really important in, in today's you, you you come from the corporate world so you know how important team building is um yeah. just so many great benefits to to, to thrills isn't, isn't there there's also we've we've come up with a way to another reason to um to think about a thrills is right. we can it's all modular mm-hmm but what, one of the things that um, the 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 ingenuity well yes the whole key to these parks is having multiple revenue streams and right. when you have times that you know when kids are not, or in school you have these times during the week where you're closed right. and so right. by creating team building and having these events while you're closed it's adding revenue to the bottom to the top line and and income to the bottom line um, by having a large party business team building business camp business um, mm-hmm. group business um, you yeah. know we have you know 250 kids will come from a school at once these are the wow. type of businesses that we market to when you say yeah. b2b and that is that smooths the curve from when you know you have an 82 degree day and it's June. You know you got the kids out in the swimming pool. It's hard to get mm-hmm. them inside. So you right. need those multiple lines of business to smooth the curve 
of, you know, it's let, you know, call a spade a spade. This is a seasonal business to some degree. Right. Although right. our summers have been very good based on, again, we brought in a tremendous amount of camps we have in. Um, and and uh, what Lisa was saying before, and it's a digression, and I apologize for that, but one of the cool things is, is we're always inventing. We're always coming up with new obstacles. Mm-hmm. And the modularity of the way Thrills was built allows a franchisee to refresh their park after a year or two without spending a tremendous amount of money. You're not rebuilding. You're just taking an element off and replacing it with a different element. We're not talking about a lot of money, five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars to put an element in and you refresh mm-hmm. your park by doing three or four of those. So that is um that's the other great part about the way Thrills was designed. It's 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 very clever as as you describe it, Robin Lisa. Did did you know early on, um, Robin Lisa, that you know, you were going to franchise the model. I mean, once you had everything in place, I mean, it seems like both of you have this appreciation for the franchise model being franchisees. And you said, you know what, we can do this a lot better because you were talking about how, you know, support is, is, is so important. Did you know early on that you, you said, okay, one day we are going to franchise this concept? Well, Lisa has more tenacity than anybody I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and Lisa is not one to sit back and say and sit on our laurels and say, oh, what a great job we did and isn't this nice. Right. Her right. intention was always bigger is better. And yeah. her intention and our intention, yes, was to always franchise if it worked. We had to prove a concept and we had to prove not only conceptually that, hey, this is a fun place, but it's lucrative. And, it's, right. and, it, and, and you know, we our first year we had 33 and a third percent you know, EBITDA margins, um, you know, we, we had a phenomenal year. And right now, year over year, we're up about 15%. So um, by developing and having a, a the first of its kind becomes a very attractive offering to a potential franchisee, which not only, um, which not only is fun and fun to run, but also spits out a lot of cash. The the um, go ahead, Lisa. I'd like to just add something too. Mm-hmm. Because we were kind of on our own with our franchise initially, mm-hmm. and had to build our business. We have a very large trampoline park, and probably the biggest in the state of Connecticut. Wow. We we start we learned how to do everything. We learned right. we created an incredible system of hiring. Marketing. I have a team second to none, uh, from our art department to to design to everything. To my husband, who's a genius. He is a genius, and um, at at creating, having vision, and creating, mm-hmm. creating an, an incredible business. But the thing is, we learned how to do everything from the bottom up, on my end, and I I want to share that. It would be a waste if I retired and, and couldn't build something and share this, that's great. The one thing, and, and again, if I, that makes sense, we're not letting yes, you in it here does much, make sense. but yeah. we're not letting you in here much, but, um, the, the, the beauty of this is it's, it's easily, it's, it's, we're able to replicate it for, for franchisees. We right. have the special sauce of running these 
And the truth is, it's a really good quality of life, owning and running a Thrills. You know, we're closed on Mondays. We're 3 to 8, Tuesday through Thursday. And wow. then, you know, you're a weekend business. So your weeks, you know, are, are uh, you have your weeks to yourself and the weekends are busy. But it can certainly be operated by, a, you know, a management staff and um, and overseen by the franchisee. And that's important to, you know, people today, Lisa and Rob, isn't it, you know, is, is to, you know, have more of that. We've been speaking a lot on this show lately. It seems to be a common topic is that, you know, that life balance, you know, family life balance, you know, and both of you know, I imagine coming from Wall Street, I mean, that was probably your life, wasn't it, for, for a long time. I mean, there probably wasn't much else, you know, and weekends you had time to catch your breath, and then you kind of went back and, and did it all over again. So th- this is a big change for you, isn't it? I mean, co- from coming from Wall Street to what you're doing now. You know, it it's, look, is it work? It's absolutely work, and we work. It's a different yeah. kind of work. There's no question, right, you know. Right. But, uh, yes, it, it's much easier to go home and sleep at night. And uh, <laughs> But, you know, one uh, for me, and I think for Lisa also, and we, we broached on it earlier, one of the things that I get out of this is is not only um, having a great place for kids and families to have fun, but working with kids. You know, we employ right. at Thrills, we probably employ 50, 60 kids. Um, and that's not management. You know, it's part-time kids and a lot of, sure. some of the kids, a lot of the kids are inner city kids and, and they come in and they've never had a job and it's their first job and they they don't know how to write a cover letter, and, and they're shy, and they can't look you not. And you watch these kids develop to these outstanding kids where we have a 21-year-old manager now who's been with us from the beginning at, at Bounce, and she is now one of our you know, top Most valued managers. employees. And, and wow. she's been with us all along. So to watch these kids grow and to, and to develop. And, and to, gain confidence. And, and yeah. it's, it's fantastic. It you is know, fantastic. Again, we talk about that that non-financial reward. It's really yeah. there right. too. How does technology play a role uh, in the business, Rob and Lisa? How do you use technology for thrills? Well, you know, it's funny you, you it's funny you ask that. Um, we we are we are oh well. First of all, we're using social marketing. Well, I'll turn mm-hmm. around to Lisa all the marketing, but that that's you know we're highly involved with that. You know, most of our most of our um, technology is in our POS system, which we're actually changing right now to a much more mm-hmm. robust system that we can offer our franchisees. The uh, the POS system that we were using originally uh, is just not robust enough. It, it's clunky and it's it's mm-hmm. solid, but it doesn't offer you the ability to market the way we want to. The offer memberships the way we want to, and and various different offerings. So we have stepped up our technology, and we've gone to a much more sophisticated high-end POS system, which again, in this business, the other great thing is everybody who comes to your park signs a waiver. You know, right. we have you know fifty, we have fifty thousand emails that we obviously don't sell them, but we use them to market to our customers. Right. So that, that is. Uh, Nice thing. I mean, I think Lisa can get in more into the uh, how we market social media and how we use. Yeah. It, you know. Well, part of the the, uh, <clears throat> the the part of the reason that we got our new POS system is we have to be mobile friendly. Most people right. 
right. most people are on their phones. And mm-hmm. we have there were many, many reasons why we picked this POS system, but we have to be incredibly mobile friendly. And yeah. <clears throat> our parks are great for social marketing because everybody wants to post. Right. And it brings in a lot of business. People say, yes. where, where did that, where did you do that? And <clears throat> we are, um, we're also, how am I marketing? Um, we are, uh, I have an, an, a, a fantastic marketing department. Um, I am, uh, I have, a, a, we do 3D design. We're, mm. we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Right. We right. are have young people on our staff that are very social media savvy and uh, know how to get get our the word out about our park we are we are trying to cover every single area we get in talented people who help us help keep us very very current it's it's amazing uh, you know Lisa you know talking about it i mean you know how the world is is changing i've been studying marketing a, a very long time and it's just it's so incredible isn't it that you know people will your customers will be in there and they'll be recording videos and they'll send it to 500 people you know of their you know 500 of their closest friends and you know yes, exactly it, it, people are talking about it. it's just, it, it, it's really incredible how the world has changed hasn't it i mean it's just how people use social media today i mean they're they're promoting and, thrills for free and absolutely it's uh and the thing is, I have staff who understand social media. Yeah. And we, and we, we, you know, we also have outside PR firms. Yes, we do. Uh, yeah. We, and we have a, we've created a database of marketing materials that is going to be passed on to the franchisee. Yes. You know, we. Right. When we built the franchise system, we we did not uh, we spent as much as we could. And mm-hmm. I and I don't mean that being funny. We hired the top franchise lawyers in the country. We hired MSA Worldwide as our consultants, top consultants in the country. You know, we have manuals that literally uh are probably the you know, uh I don't know I don't know book volumes anymore, but they are right. massive and you you these things have every single item possible that you are going to walk in, put the key in the door, and you're going to know how to operate yes. a thrills. Yes. Along with our training. Yes. Right. And we know what franchisees need because we were franchisees that didn't get what we right. needed. And we had to write the book. And um, yeah. we have a lot to share with our franchisees. And, and we care so much about our business. Maybe we could talk a little bit about franchising, Rob and Lisa. I mean, so when when both of you are meeting with um, a prospective franchisee, are, are there any specific types of characteristics or traits that you're looking for in your franchisees? You know, it, it's it's funny. Um, we want people who are willing to follow a system. Right. We're so willing to be part of the team. Yeah. Who, yeah. truthfully not as necessarily as entrepreneurial as we are. I don't need people coming in and reinventing what we already created. That already works. And we do want feedback. We'd love to hear. We are data generating ideas all the time. We're always looking at numbers and we'd love feedback from our franchisees. Hey, what about putting in this? Hey, what about doing this? 
we'd love to hear it all. It's a team, team, uh, team effort. However, it's our system, and the our right. system is proven and works. So it's funny. You think you want somebody who is who who needs to reinvent the wheel or who needs right. to invent something, but that's not really who you want. Right. So important. If that makes Absolutely. sense. It does. It, it, it makes it makes total sense. You now are, you're now the entrepreneur, right, Rob and Lisa? You know, and, and you right. know, a lot of times we've spoken about this on this the show. You know, is that you know, not to say a franchisee is not an entrepreneur, but like you were saying, Rob, is they have to follow the rules and the systems and procedures that that you've set in place. I mean, you've taken all of your experience. You know, you've had successes, failures, and, and so you know what works and you know what doesn't work. You know, so like you said. Why reinvent the wheel? What, what's, how's the training work then? Uh, you know, if, if someone were to come on board, Rob and Lisa, uh, does the training take place at headquarters? Is that how it works? So, so there, there's an online pre-training, mm-hmm. um, and then the the franchisee would come in. They would bring their if they have operating managers and so on. They would bring them. Uh, there's a two-week classroom and on-the-job training at Thrills. You would come to the headquarters, spend two weeks with us. Um, we would then, uh, you would then, as a franchisee, you'd spend a week with uh, with our contractors, and you would learn the basics of the park as far as the construction, how it's made, the maintenance, and so on. So that would be a week. And then we would send our trainers down for one week on site for the pre-opening training, and we, you know, we're we're there probably for five or six days after you're open. So important. They what? will also have manuals, oh, yeah. which will explain every single detail of what they yeah. need to do. Right, and it's nice and to have that too, Lisa, question. isn't it? That you can always, you know, if there's a question, you know, <laughs> you can always go back and refer to the manual, or or you know, even call either of you, you know. Uh, Absolutely. You, you know. With, with with a question, you know, and I, and I think that's so important is, is as, you know, it, it seems that one of the themes of, of this podcast is, you know, that support is is really so important. I, I think it's it great is. you didn't get that support as, when you were a franchisee because I think that was your segue into thrills anyway. Oh, you know, absolutely. As you said, you could do it better. So, you know, it, it's um, uh, it was kind of your destiny, but I, I think all of that is, is so important. So, what we have a lot would, to offer. You have a lot to offer, and I, and, I, and again, I think I think that's that's so important. So, from everything you've learned up to this point, Rob and Lisa, you know, we, I was mentioning earlier, you know, the majority of our listeners to franchise interviews, we, we call them aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, most of them want to get into franchising, but both of you know, I mean, there's a lot out there. There's a lot to choose from. So, from everything you've learned, what, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to? buy a franchise or get into franchising. Make sure you know who your franchisors are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know what their system is. Yeah. And make sure you know how committed they are to the franchisee. I mean, we've heard horrible stories of franchisors who it's about mm-hmm. the franchisor, it's not about the franchisee. Yeah. Um, right. You don't know us well, but, you know, we are here for the franchisee. Um, I We will do anything that is necessary for our franchisees to succeed. And if that's me getting on a plane every week and going down, I will do that. Lisa mm-hmm. will do that. We're totally committed to the franchisee and the success of the franchisee. 
this might sound ridiculous, but honestly, I care as much about my franchisees' money as my own. And that's the way I've always dealt with my business dealings, and, and we've always treated people. So I think you better know who your franchisors are, um, and you you got to make sure the product you're getting, not only is it something you want to do, but that yeah. it's profitable. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's sustainable. Right. It's it's a lot of homework in the beginning, isn't it, Rob and Lisa? You know, to, well, to make that. There's a lot out there to offer, and and you right. know, as far as thrills goes, you know, we're we're uh, we there's a large portion of people who want to be franchisees that cannot afford to build the thrills. Mm-hmm. So right. it becomes a different group that you know. You also have to know what what size project you want to take on. You know, or right. you could apply. Right. $300,000 franchise, or you could put in a $2 million franchise. Right. So exactly. the investment is also very important. It's great advice. So what are what are the plans for thrills, Rob? At least, I mean, if you can look into a crystal ball, maybe three to five years down the road, where do you see thrills? You know, we, we like to proliferate these all over the country. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, you know, as Lisa said, with her tenacity, uh all over the world <laughs> to bring this family fun. But you know, we, we 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 have uh, spent the money and the time and the effort to put in the bones of an incredible franchise system. We're prepared. We're ready, and we're ready to go. Uh, we're ready to go uh, nationwide. That's terrific. What's the best way for our listeners, Rob and Lisa, to get more information on thrills? Of course, there's the franchise opportunity, but but even the service itself. Uh, any websites that you can kind of direct them to? Yes. Thrillsfranchise.com has all your information that you need is there. Okay. That's fantastic. And I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed speaking to both of you. Uh, you're, you're great interviewees, and, and, and you know, I'd really like to invite you back over the next year or so, Robin Lee says, you continue to grow because I, I see Thrills being a very huge franchise, like you said, all across the country. So this is very exciting for both of you. Thank you so much. Thanks for the opportunity. Really enjoy yes, we it. We really appreciate it. This has been my pleasure, Robin Lee. So we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. <laughs> 